Welcome to another episode of The Happy Runner, a podcast for all who love running and those who want to start running. My name is Roman and today I host Sofia to talk about her London Marathon experience. But before we dive into the topic, make sure to subscribe to the Happy Runner podcast, recommend it to other runners you know, and if you like this episode, please give it a good rating. Hi Sofia and welcome to the Happy Runner. Hello Roman, it's great to be on. So, it all started the last Sunday in September and ended the first Sunday in November. 42 days and six marathon majors. The second one was London, your first marathon ever. So, are you already planning your next one? Yes, I am. I am actually planning to do London Marathon again next year, all all being well. Okay, I hope you will get into it. Before we talk more about your London Marathon experience, you are a certified fitness instructor. Tell us a little bit how you came to running and a little bit about your running history. So I've done running from a young age. Um, At school I did a lot of cross-country races um, and a lot of long-distance running. Um, I then fell out of it a little bit. Um, I went on to train as a professional dancer and then I have now got into the fitness industry and become a Zumba fitness instructor. Um, So I was being very active um, but just lost the path with running a bit. Uh, But then in 2019 I did my first half marathon um, and since then obviously I've done my first marathon this year and now I've just really started to to get into running and just into the running industry as well. It's it's, um, proving to be a real interest, especially alongside my fitness career. Okay, so some people are running on trails, some like you and me on the roads. Some do half marathons, some marathons, some run 5Ks and some 10Ks. Where would you fit in? Only half marathons and and marathons or also other races? Uh, So I would say that my shortest distance would be um, a 10K race. Um, just because uh, with, with 5Ks, I tend to find that it doesn't give me enough time to get into my running flow and my pace. Um, so when I'm selecting um, which, which um, distances to do, I tend to really push towards the 10Ks being my shortest. Um, whilst I see the importance of a 5K, I, I just prefer to, to run for, for longer, really. Okay, but uh, in the UK, um there are a lot of people attending park runs which are 5k races so you're not attending that many of them or do you 
Uh, so I have done a couple of um, park runs, um, mainly with um, friends who like to run shorter distances, because um, I just think it's a really good um, social event as well to get together and, and do a run. Um, so the park runs, I think, is a great a great initiative. Um, but yeah, I tend to not do any other sort of 5K runs, um, races. Okay. And back to your London Marathon experience. You ran for Macmillan Cancer Support and till now I talked only to runners who ran marathons, but never to someone like you who ran for a charity. So how was your experience with Macmillan Cancer Support from, you, from the day you signed up till the moments after the marathon? Um, so this was my first marathon and I absolutely loved that I was able to do it for Macmillan Cancer Support. Um, cancer is um, very, very close to, to my family and has affected uh, quite a few of us. And particularly Macmillan were a big support to my grandma who, when she reached her end of, of life care, uh, Macmillan were a great support to her. I think what they do as a charity in terms of just providing someone to speak to as well um, who's suffering with cancer is is incredible um, the, the day I was offered the place um, with them I actually rang up to just check that I had in fact been offered the place with them because I couldn't believe it because um, they're such a big charity and, and quite hard to get into the race for um, so I was absolutely overwhelmed and proud to be representing them and from that day I had regular emails from them, regular calls from a lady um, who was just checking that I had everything I needed for my fundraising, um, that training was going well. Um, I was also put into a Facebook group along with all the runners um, running for Macmillan in London. Um, got to know them on there. We all posted um, regularly about our training runs, any worries we had. So it was just nice to connect with everyone. Um, before the race, um, on the morning of the race, we got together and had a team photo, um, which was just wonderful to be a part of. Um, and it was just great to be running and representing them in their, their um, colours, the green and white. And then at the end of the race, um, we had a recovery party, which was just brilliant. Um, we could all be there and meet the event organisers, Alex and Izzy, they were amazing. Um, and it was just an absolute honour to represent them for my first marathon and I raised almost £5,000 for them so I was just really proud to be able to give them that as well. Okay, so you have done all the hard work and training but we are not going to talk about this uh, but rather about those last few days before the marathon. So, how did you mentally got through this days leading to London Marathon? Um, so, I would say that in those last few days, I was calling it Maranoia. So, basically, paranoia, but for marathons, because every little thing was worrying me. Um, not so much the training, like you say. I, I knew I'd done all the hard work, but it was all the little things on race day. Um, would I have enough gels? Would I take on too much water? Would I make it there? Would I be there on time? Um, 
would I eat the toilet? Just all those little things racing through my head. Um, but I think what got me through was taking it back to the fact that I'd done all my training and, you know, taking comfort from that, that I was prepared and, and ready to go. But also remember what and who I was doing it for. Um, and also just visualising the finish line, knowing that I will get there and I will do it. Um, and that all those worries were natural and, and normal. And uh, as with yourself, I've connected to a lot of runners on Instagram. Um, so I was just reaching out to, to other runners, really, who I knew were running London and um, just asking them how they were feeling. And it's it's all very normal feelings, but it's London's also one of the biggest marathons. So I just had to sort of remind myself that I was, that I was doing this and to recognize it's natural to be worried but also just be excited as well really okay and how was your marathon day and the race itself uh the marathon day was very close to one of the best days of my life if not the best i knew it was going to be good but i didn't realize how good it was going to be walking uh, onto the start line i was nervous um anxious but then I turned to, to a lady next to me and I remember her saying this is my 20th marathon you're going to be absolutely fine and she just wrapped her arms around me and she said right we've got to go um, but I'll see you at the finish line and from the moment I stepped over the line I held that with me that everyone around me it might be their first it might be their 30th but they were all here for the same reason to get to the finish line and just to enjoy it and I did. Uh, the crowds were amazing um, through the first few miles up to Cutty Sark, um, looking up at everyone's balconies. There was DJ boxes out. Everyone was screaming, come on, London Marathon 2021. And I just had goosebumps. Um, as I got halfway through Tower Bridge, I just will never forget seeing Tower Bridge like that, running up to it and just being able to see Tower Bridge with no cars on and just being able to run straight through. Um, then as I got to the 20 mile dreaded wall mark, it, it hurt, it was painful, um, but everyone was shouting my name and I just said to myself, I'm not going to stop, I won't stop. Um, and I didn't. And then through the embankment, there was just people everywhere and they just genuinely wanted to do so well. Um, and then I turned that corner down the mall, saw the red finish line, looked up to the side and saw my family all stood there shouting my name. Uh, tears were definitely coming out of my eyes all the way around pretty much as well for all the right reasons. And um, it, it's a day that brings me joy now and that I probably speak about every single day of my life at the moment but why not because it's such a big achievement and something I've always visioned but now I've actually done it. Yes you have you are a marathoner. <laughs> uh, there are still a few months left in 2021. Uh, the future due to the COVID-19 pandemic is still a bit uncertain uh, but you probably have some plans for your future uh, i know you said you wanted to run london once again but what are your other running plans till the end of this year and for 2022 
so for the end I'm going to take it a little bit easier just because I've got some other um, things to aim for in, in my fitness career however I've decided um, as we've not got really long left I'm just to attempt a couple of virtual events and um, so one 10k still keep running and still keep being out there um, but yeah definitely a virtual 10k and then for next year I have really been proactive already um, and started booking in races um, London has just given me uh, to just start exploring different types of races and different distances but also different places and just giving myself things to look forward to um, especially like you're saying with with this year and the, the pandemic so I've got a couple of 10ks around the London area um, hopefully looking um, towards some half marathons um, around Cambridgeshire area Bath um, I've got a 20 mile race booked in um, but yeah also just um, trying to connect with more runners and just seeing what other challenges there are out there um, and hopefully looking to join a club near me um, as I it's it's getting to that stage now where I think I could could be happy to join a club and just um, get out there with some others and yeah just really explore the industry more because I think it's um, amazing and like your podcast title says it makes me happy um, so yeah definitely looking forward to the races and seeing what else I can can book and get in store really uh, in case you won't be able to make London 2022 do you have a backup plan for October um, I think if I don't get into London I will try and go for Manchester Marathon um, just because it's around similar time I've heard good things about it and I do tend to like doing marathon training in the summer months of which is why I'm going for London again because it's the last time they'll do it in October um, so I think the marathon um, if not and um, yes I would like to do one abroad um, so I think hopefully get another one in the bag next year and then after that maybe start to look for one for one overseas okay so thanks Sophia once again for joining me today uh, any last thoughts for those who are thinking to run their first marathon next year? I would just say to do it. Um, if you can do it for charity, then I would say definitely do it for charity, particularly if it is going to be your first, um, because also knowing that you're doing it for charity does keep that motivation going. Training can be tough. Um, you know it's, it's tough to fit it in i have uh, long hours i work nine hour shifts um for for my fitness career um six days a week sometimes but you you do fit it in and um that was definitely a worry before i signed up will i be able to have the time but you just time and doing it for a charity it just makes you want to make that time even more um and it it just gives you that motivation um, it's just the best thing I've ever done. It made me active, um, confident. Um, I just don't doubt myself now because to run 26.2 miles, not everyone can say they've done that. So it, it has given me the confidence boost I definitely needed. Um, and you just won't be disappointed. Um, I just believe that everyone can be, can be a marathon runner. 
Um, it just takes a lot of mind power and just putting your mind towards it, um, working hard, but it, it will literally be the best thing you ever do. Okay, thank you once again for joining me today and all the best, Sophia. you enjoyed listening to the episode. If so, I would appreciate you subscribe to the Happy Runner podcast and recommend it to other runners you know. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and on our webpage. Happy running! Happy running!